Hello and welcome to Reno Radio. My name is Naomi Finlay and I am Australia's rapid renovation expert. And each week I will be bringing you valuable tips, information and amazing stories from around the world about renovation. Helping people create wealth through renovating is my passion, as well as creating healthy, wealthy and beautiful spaces to live in and to share. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now let the show begin. All right, everyone, tonight we have a very prickly question that I have, I know, scary, that I have MK Mark Kentwell from PRD Nationwide Newcastle and Lake Macquarie here to answer for me. Are you ready? 100%. Okay, brace yourself. All right, he's ready. So, I've got a house on the market, let's pretend, Mm -hmm. and it's just not selling. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what do I do? What are my options? So many people get put in this position where for one reason or another, the house isn't selling and they literally feel trapped. What can they do? Well, it's a really fair question. And, you know, I coach a lot of agents around the country on educating clients. We've sort of moved from the sales business where we're controlling the whole process. And we've almost moved into the education business. Yes. And there's some advisory on there as well. So you've got to be monitoring what's going on around you, but then you've got to also look at things you can control. Okay. So let's look at the factors that govern you getting a great price. Okay. First one presentation. is presentation. You knew I was going to say that. All right. So like obviously we're assuming that the property is where it is, the location's set. Yep, and, can't control that. And the building is the building. We're not going to go through a full-scale reno to put it on the market. Correct. So we're just talking about controllables, presentation. Okay. All right. Okay. Presentation's a big one. Promotion, the size of the audience that you're actually marketing it to. So how wide the reach was of the campaign? Yeah. Now, how far did you go in digital? Did you acknowledge that social media is a real way of selling property now? Did you still use a bit of print to get that passive audience? You mean it's not just the newspaper? Sorry. I was just playing with you. Sorry. Keep going. It's definitely changed in that regard. You know, what strategy? You know, are you communicating well to the target markets? Quality of your photography, all that stuff. Okay. So presentation, home staging gardens, everything that you coach people on. Yep. See Naomi's one million episodes of how you can do that stuff, right? <laughs> and her world-beating career in staging. So second thing is promotion size of your audience. Third one, sale method. So is the sale method appropriate for the area, the agent's skill set, and is it creating any demand? Can you expand on that? Because that is something that isn't often talked about. And I have noticed it in my experience, and it heavily impacts. Yep, absolutely. Impacts the result. So it doesn't mean you have to do what all your neighbours are doing for the sale method to be appropriate (laughs) for your circumstances. Okay. So, for example, I I coach agents on how to be better at auction. And now, auction is an extra skill set you need to learn. It's sort of like you go and get your degree and then you get your master's. Yes. So, to to get auction, you've got to know things that private treaty agents, you know, won't have in their their tool bag. So, if everyone in the suburb is doing private treaty and you do an auction, that can be an advantage if the agent is competent at it. Okay. If you are creating demand and have a deadline date, you have a reason for buyers to come to you rather than sit back and watch whether the price come down. Yes. So that's an example. Now, there will be other examples where private treaty is absolutely appropriate. Like okay. if I've got eight units in one block that we're selling at once, trying to auction eight units at the same time, you're splitting... <laughs> where's your supply yeah, and demand? Yeah, you're splitting all the buyers amongst eight things. <laughs> yeah. So maybe an auction for the first one to set the price higher, the others aren't available. Yep. Maybe then a private treaty process because you can compare 
care how much better that unit is to the next one. Yep. You've got to be appropriate for the situation. So it's not a one size fits all. Definitely not. Okay. So presentation and promotion. promotion. Sale method. Sale method. Okay. Now we're into a couple of things. This is like an exam. Yes, it is. <laughs> now we're into a, a really big one and it's a touchy subject and it is price. Okay. So the big variable in this situation is if you've got your promotion right, Yep. If you've got your sale method right, yep. if your presentation's A1 and the market's not responding, like buyers are coming through it and they're not responding, there could be two things going on. One of them is that they're not agreeing with the price. The other mm -hmm. one might be the agent's not competent or capable of getting them to move ahead and make an offer or following them up or whatever it might be. All right. So what happens in that circumstance then? Though? What do I do? What are my options? Okay. So you need to do a little x-ray slash survey of what's going on around you. Okay. Because if it's fundamentally changed from when you started the campaign, yep. that's not necessarily the agent. That's the market changing right in front of you. Yep. Like if you opened a Mr. Whippy franchise selling ice creams and then a Wendy's opens up down the corner. Yep. That's a change in direction, change in business plan. You know, yep. you've got new competition in the market. Fair call. So if other properties are coming on, they're better priced or they've sold or they've taken one of your buyers or whatever, you need to say, okay, can we now adjust our price and still get on with this and get what we need out of it? Okay. What are we doing with the money? So you to Yeah, and you've got to sit down, you've got to weigh those options up. Yeah. If you think it's an agent issue, that's a, it's a whole nother kettle of fish. Now, hopefully okay. you've chosen your team well and you spent a lot of time on agent analysis. You haven't just yep. picked the cheapest one. So you important. haven't just picked the one that's told you the highest price. So important. You haven't just picked the one that's told you what you want to hear. No, you don't need to do that little bit up. You don't need to worry about home No, staging. the purple wall is okay. Yes. Never list an agent that says the purple wall is okay. Yeah, it's just a dangerous colour in real estate. It is. <laughs> yeah. I, I have never heard it described <laughs> like that. Uh, those that are in the real estate industry will know why I'm saying that, right. but I'm not going too much further with it. Okay, so, so... what do I do? Do I keep it on there and just flog the dead horse? Do I rest it? What do I do? Okay, so if you've got faith in your agent, I'll cover that one first. Okay. You've got faith in your agent, they're selling properties everywhere else, things are going well, they've got a good reputation, you've been referred in, yep. and you don't think it's the agent, yep. then it's a price problem, and you're thinking, I don't want to lower my price, I'm just not going to get what's worth selling this out of, I'd rather yep. you know, stay put or look at other options. Yep. You can rest the property. Okay. okay, now what can happen in the rest period? If you're still living in the property, well, you just go on there living your life. All good. Happy days. And then you're waiting for the supply and demand equation to get back in your favour. Okay. Now, you've got to have a look at the, the macro climate and your market as well. Is it likely to be a one-year thing or a five-year thing or a three-month thing? Yep. It's pretty rare it's three months, I've got to say. The difference in three months is not dramatic in the market. Okay. It's more likely to be a one-year to five-year plan okay. if you're looking for a really serious swing. Okay. You'd be almost better having a 5% price adjustment and get, getting the action. And it might not be at the price you adjust to. If you're using price guiding, if you're using auction, yep. you might find this competition, you end up close to where you want to be anyway. Okay. And you move on and you're buying in the same market and you, and, you, and you take those gains with you. If you're going to move out of it and put a tenant in the property, you've yep. got to think about, okay, I've got to restage again next time. Is, the additional are, cost. Are they Is it worth bash just it a small price drop? Yeah, they're going to bash it up, like paint-wise and all that. Even great tenants still mark up property. Well, it's wear and tear. It's Natural wear and tear. Normal wear and tear. So then you've got to come back in and consider those costs as well. Okay. And then if there is a serious gain, um, you've got to look at, did it become a capital gains issue because it's no longer your principal place of residence? And you'll get good advice on that. And there are some provisions about how long you can leave it. Absolutely. But you know, if it's going for several years, it might be something you really need to take into account. 
So this is where a good agent and potentially someone who's in your financial advice sphere can sit down with you. But a good agent can look at these options and say, look, this is where they're probably going to buy it. Yep. But when you adjust the price, you don't just adjust the price, you remarket the property as well. Interesting. Because you're now in a new category. Those buyers might not have been seeing it before because it was locked out on their filter on realestate.com yeah, or yeah. domain. Uh -huh. Now you adjust to the new price guide and you You can actually get a harder. whole new influx. Absolutely, especially if you pump it harder. So and if you're going from, say, 650 down to 590, mm. different kettle of fish. Under 600. Yeah. So that's a new bracket of people who might have been looking up to six. So you market harder in that bracket. It's almost like a fresh listing again. Okay. Everything and you can do that without fresh. resting. You could do that just with a price adjustment. Absolutely. Like, you know, there might be buyers circling that property. They're just going, geez, I really hope it doesn't sell because I can't Driving afford it. Driving past going, I hope they're still there when I can afford it. It happens. And, you know, with your agent, you're sitting down, you're agreeing on the game plan, how much communication you want, what kind of feedback you want about the buyers that are coming through, yep. whether you, you want open homes and private appointments, the days, the times that you've got access, you're all agreeing to hold your nerve and put some stamina into it. Yep. And, and once you've tried that, absolutely, if you're still not hitting it at the revised price, you're kind of in a position then where you might be saying, look, I'm forced to rest. Yes. Because I, I just can't afford to sell it for less than this. Yes. You reassess your whole game plan. You know what's the biggest thing that I've gotten out of this is the importance, and I always talk about how an agent is an epic part of your team. Mm. Even if you're not renovating to flip and sell, it's so important that there's agent information, local on-the-ground knowledge into your renovation that you're doing. And it's about communications and relationships. So I think that's awesome because one of the things that you just said then, and it was awesome, is... Um, about having open conversation, making a commitment together to mm -hmm. how you're going to sell that property. Absolutely, and, and, and again, I, I implore you to not only choose your agent based on the fee that they're offering, because there's a lot going on behind the scenes in the agents that are a full service outfit, yep. and there's very little going on behind the scenes on the low service outfits. Everyone's working on similar actual profit margins. It's just some people have got a lot less people in the process or a lot yes. less thought or a lot less competence. And if you ever ask for an agent that charges their selling fee without success, I'd be really looking at that. And there are looking out there. Looking at that hard. Looking at it hard. Marketing's different. That's not the agent. That's the campaign that they're booking for you yep. and project managing they're and all that. They're hard costs. They're hard costs, just like painting your house. But That's right. an agent that says, here's my fixed selling fee and we'll do everything for you, as if they've got the same level of interest in getting you a great Where's result. Where's the buy-in? Where's the skin? Mm, Not totally a lot of different. skin in that game. Watch out for those ones. Okay. All right. Thanks, MK. Great to have you back on the show. My pleasure. Started. Hey renovators, if you're ready to take the next step in your renovation journey, then come learn how to renovate with me in my online renovation masterclass. It's completely free for all of you listeners. So if you want to discover how to renovate properties for profit, head over to naomifindlay.com forward slash renovation masterclass, where I'll show you how the seven steps to my winning rapid renovation formula, create a six figure income for me and many of my students. So save your spot today. Remember, it's naomifindlay.com forward slash renovation masterclass. See you soon.